boxing fans around the world thanks for joining me once again here on talk and fight for another episode of boxing news today courtesy of our friends across the pond at boxing247.com and i encourage you to visit their site as well to get all the news fit to print listen let's start off today uh with the great news uh regarding women and boxing this is uh, a really historic year for, for professional boxing uh in the women's category hopefully one day just boxing in general but there's an all women card coming up uh to be held at the o2 arena in london on the 10th of september it's fantastic stuff let me let me roll through this entire article because uh it really is quite brilliant i mean the impact it will have uh, and the legacy it will leave uh is tr truly truly historic okay uh the people who are promoting it, Boxer, that's Boxer, B-O-X-X-E-R, um, you know, have added um, to the delight of British boxing fans, uh, three, a trio, uh, former Team GB uh, amateur stars. And uh, let's go through this uh, one by one. Lauren Price uh, will fight on a historic night of women's boxing as the, as the Welsh wonder takes on Hungary's Timia Bellic at the O2 in London on 10th, 10th of September. The stylish Southpaw Price opened her professional career with an impressive points victory over Balgadur Gudinstik Dittar at Wembley back in June. And at the Tokyo 2020 team GB gold medalist from Newport will be keen to make another emphatic statement of intent to the middleweight division and what will be defining light a defined night at the iconic venue in London. Price's partner and fellow Olympic hero, Paris Ardingstall, will also be out to make it two wins from two on the professional scene when she faces off against France's experienced campaigner, Marina Sakharov. Uh, the Macclesfield featherweight shone on her debut in Coventry earlier this summer when she comfortably dispatched Vada Masyokaita on points. Former fellow TGB star rounding out the trio, Caroline Dubois, who's now 3-0 with two knockouts, will bid to continue her meteoric rise toward a future world title shot when she takes on Bulgaria's seasoned professional, Melina Kovleva. Okay, she's 10-14-1 with four knockouts and six rounds of lightweight action. That'll be a tough battle for uh, sweet Caroline, as she's known over in the UK. It's a sold-out uh, um, uh, the boxer crowd, sorry, the boxer crowd in Bournemouth, her last uh, outing uh, was sold out uh, as she had celebrated her third professional win inside five months, demolishing Happy Dudai uh, with a clinical third round technical knockout finish. And uh, I reported on that as well. So uh, British fight fans are really, really looking forward to this. And it, and let's not forget that Melina Kaliva uh, is a formidable opponent. Uh, who took Katie Taylor to the distance back in 2017, only to be beaten on points. So this is going to be a big, 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 big fight. Uh, ben Shalom, uh, boxer, CEO, and founder, said, we're proud to announce the three-team GB Olympic heroines joining us to make boxing history on 10th of September. Fantastic stuff. Let me just continue on here. 
because elsewhere on the undercard, Portsmouth Ebony Jones faces Spanish featherweight Vanessa Caballero and exciting flyweight Ginny Fuchs, who's been featured on Knuckle Up several times, I believe, travels across the pond to take on Jemmy Rueg. Uh, April Hunter faces Argentina's Erica Alvarez. While rising super welterweight prospect Georgia O'Connor looks to protect her unbeaten start in the professional ranks as well. Londoner Shannon Ryan makes a short tube trip across the Jubilee line uh, to North Greenwich as the super flyweight comes up against Spain's Boca Alcuesa. And super bantamweight sensation Sarah Lehman completes a historic all-female lineup as the German fighter goes head to toe with Swindon's Beck Connolly. And this is all uh, as a prelude uh, to the big fight of the night, which features uh, bitter rivals Clarissa Shields, 12-0, and Savannah Marshall, 12-0. So that's going to be a fantastic fight. And uh, underneath them, uh, some of the co-main event, uh, two of the best female fighters on the planet, Michaela Mayer, 17-0, and Alicia Baumgartner, 12-1. Uh, and these American rivals will battle it out, as I said, in the co-main event for the undisputed Super Featherweight Championship. So what a heck of a lineup, a fantastic fight night taking place over in London on the 10th of September at the O2 Arena. Uh, and, and over in the UK, it'll be shown on Sky Sports. I'm not sure uh, how we'll be getting it over here in North America or around the world, but I'm sure uh, a quick Google will find out where you can uh, watch that event. Speaking of events, roughly speaking, a few weeks later after that fight at the AO Arena in Manchester, we're going to see Joe Joyce versus Joseph Parker, a big heavyweight clash. Let's see what uh, this article is all about. Joe Joyce, now happy amongst the high rollers, having taken his training over to Las Vegas to get himself ready for the high-stakes heavyweight collision with Joseph Parker on September 24th which is being shown exclusively on BT Sport box office, promoted by Frank Warren for Queensbury Promotion in association with Boxer. So there, there's all the industry information you need to know. Of course, it's highly unlikely that Big Joe will be laying any chips on the strip. He'll be tucked away with his trainer, Ismail Salas, at the renowned Salas Boxing Academy, drilling a game plan to defeat the WO number two ranked New Zealander. For Joyce, the talking is done for now, and his parting shot was simple. I'll see you on the other side. Fair enough. We are looking forward to that fight indeed. Uh, it's, it's a clash entitled Nowhere to Run, the heavyweight clash between Joe Joyce and Joe Parker, September 24th at the AO Arena in Manchester. Fantastic stuff. We all look forward to the unclogging you know, at the top end of that heavyweight division because there are lots and lots of heavyweights up and coming uh, with 10 fights or less. We were actually undefeated, and I'm talking uh, from around the world, not just in the UK. Um, speaking of UK fighters, uh, about a month later, at the O2 Arena in London, October 8th, you're going to see Chris Eubank Jr. and Conor Ben go toe-to-toe. -to -toe. Uh, they'll collide in a colossal catchweight clash, uh, shown exclusively on DAZN around the world, and on DAZN pay-per-view in the UK and Ireland. 30 years on, by the way, from their iconic father's second showdown at Old Trafford. 
This is an unmissable event for fight fans around the world. Eubank Jr. versus Ben promised to be one of the most electrifying British boxing contests in decades as the sons of two of the sport's most famous names battle it out in an incredible second-generation showdown. Eubank Sr. and Ben Sr. captured the nation's imagination with their bitter rivalry during a boom era for British boxing in the early 90s. The pair laid it all on the line in front of millions on terrestrial TV, sharing two legendary battles in 1990 and 1993. Eubank Sr. stopped his vote in the ninth round of their first bruising battle at the National Exhibition Center in Birmingham. It took three years for the rematch to happen, which finally took place at a sold-out Old Trafford in Manchester. The clash for the WBC and WPO super middleweight titles ended in a draw, and the pair never fought each other again. But their sons will reignite that family feud in one of the biggest fights the UK has ever seen. So UK fight fans, you're in for a good one. Uh, Eubank Jr. is now 32-2 and two with 23 knockouts. Uh, heads into this fight with ben, ben coming off the back of an impressive shutout points victory over Liam Williams in Cardiff, in which he showed his class by knocking down the Welshman four times. Having previously campaigned as super middleweight, the 32-year-old is former two-time IBO super middleweight champ. And he captured that IBO crown with a 10-round stoppage uh, over Ronald Quinlan in 2017 before defending the belt against German legend Arthur Abraham and Avni Yidrim. Following a huge clash with George Groves for the WA 168-pound world title in February 2018, in which he was defeated on points, Eubank Jr. reclaimed the IBO title in 2019 with a spectacular performance against rival James DeGale at the O2. That's the O2 Arena in London. Anyway, returning to the middleweight division, Eubank Jr. claimed the WBA interim middleweight title uh, for the second time with a technical knockout uh, over former world title challenger Matvey Karabov in December 2019. Ben, who's 21 and 0 with 14 knockouts, has exploded onto the world welterweight scene with a series of eye-catching wins that have propelled him um, into the top five rankings with all of the recognized governing bodies. He sent out a vicious warning to his 147-pound rivals by wiping out Samuel Vargas inside the opening round at the Copper Box Arena back in April 2020, living up to his nickname as he just took one minute, 20 seconds to viciously halt the durable Colombian. The destroyer, as he's known, secured a stunning knockout win over former world champion Chris Algieri in December 2021, taking out the American with a brutal right hand in the fourth round of their top of build clash at the MS Bank Arena back in Liverpool. Another devastating early finish followed at Manchester's AO Arena in April as meant to demolish South Africa's Chris Van Heerden inside two rounds to send an emphatic message to the top names in the ultra competitive 175 pound, uh, sorry, 147 pound division. Now, that is going to be a doozy of a fight, let me tell you. Um, said Joe uh, Markowski, EVP of the Zone. We are thrilled to be broadcasting this mega fight in October to boxing fans around the world. Ben and Eubank are two of the most storied names in British boxing. And in Connor and Chris, you have two of the most exciting fighters around. This fight is not to be missed, and we look forward to showcasing this blockbuster evening worldwide on the zone. There you go. If you're the zone subscriber, click it and find out more. It's going to be a good, good, good fight.
Around the world, let's have a quick look here. Taking place in Maryland, we saw streaking super featherweight Jordan White win his 10th straight fight as he retained the WBC USNBC title with a 10-round unanimous decision over Derek Murray uh, in front of another Jeter promotion, a sold-out crowd at the Hall. As I said, that took place uh, at the live casino and hotel in Hanover, Maryland. Uh, the fight topped an action-packed eight-bout card, eight card, in fact. Uh, White of Washington, D.C., uh, made the first defense of his title by scores of 188, 97, 91, and 95, 93, and raised his mark to 14-1. Murray, who's fighting out of St. Louis, Missouri, is now 16-6-1. In the co-feature, Damon Nicholson scored a, a third-round stoppage over Christopher Brooker, and Jeter promotion signee Mansabori Conde remained undefeated with a fourth-round stoppage over Jonathan Burrs in a scheduled four-round middleweight bout. Condi out of Lower Maryland is now 6-0 with five knockouts, and Burns out of Frederick, Maryland is now 4-6. In a battle of pro-debuting lightweights, Vincent Mosco won a four-round unanimous decision over Keenan Williams, with scores uh, 40-36 twice, and 39-37 for Mosca. He fights out of Nottingham, Maryland. Um, Jada promotion signee Victor Williams remained perfect with a first-round stoppage over Kareem Gladney. The time spot stoppage was 1 minute 52 seconds for Williams of Washington, D.C., who's now 4-0 with four knockouts. Um, Jeter Promotions fighter Brandon Chambers made his first defense of the ABF USA featherweight title with a third-round stoppage over Tayshawn Autry, and that was a scheduled six-rounder. Uh, Joachim uh, Hutcherson won a six-round unanimous decision over Princess Canada. Interesting. In a super bantamweight fight, uh, Jerome Featherstone won a four-rounder um, over uh, Jadon Irvin in the super welterweight uh, division. Uh, and Jeter Promotions returns to Philadelphia, by the way, at the 2300 Arena on Saturday, September 10th. And Jeter Promotions will be back at the Live Casino Hotel in Maryland on October 15th. Well, good for the lads and, and gals down at Jeter Promotions, putting on a great card, a great night of entertainment for the fans. And uh, we look forward to seeing the results of their upcoming contest as well. Let's see what else we have up here. Ah, oh, yes, Andre Cortez. So Andre Cortez is going toe-to-toe -to -toe against Abraham Montoya. We've reported on that. And uh, that fight is taking place at the Resorts World in Las Vegas on the 13th of August. Top ranks, undefeated super featherweight rising star, Andres Savage Cortez. 17 and 0 with 10 knockouts, squares off against Abraham Montoya, who's 20 and 3, no slouch, 14 knockouts. Uh, this Saturday night, as I said, August 13th at the Resorts World in Las Vegas. It'll be an eight, eight round bout and it'll stream live and exclusively on ESPN. Teofimo Lopez, who's 16 and 1 with 12 knockouts, the former unified and lineal lightweight champion, will face Mexican veteran Pedro Roca Campa, who we reported on the other day. In a 10-round main event, as again, promoted by Top Rank. And uh, tickets, as you know, are on sale at etix.com. Cortez, by the way, is riding an impressive three-fight knockout streak. He talks about his recent training camp uh, with Montoya. Uh, he said, uh, this has been one of my better camps. The sparring we got was very tough. I was in there with many different styles, guys that can bang and guys that can box. My strength and conditioning is right on point, and I feel stronger going into this fight. These final days of cutting weight will be smooth because of all the hard work I've put into the camp. 
and he also has added on his matchup against uh, Montoya. Montoya is a very tough opponent who's never been stopped. He's been in the ring with some notable names, so I know he has the mental capacity to fight under the bright lights. I'll have to make the proper adjustments to get him out there. I'm prepared to go the distance, but the goal will be to knock him out. So there you go, fight fans. In Las Vegas, 13th of August, the big battle uh, between Andres Cortez, Abraham Montoya, uh, as well as, we've mentioned this before, Teofimo Lopez and Pedro Ruca Campa. Great fights. Okay. In other fight news, a company you might know of called Fight Stars has announced uh, the hiring of Mike Leonardi as its CEO. What is interesting is uh, Fight Stars started out purely as a digital media company, but has now turned its primary focus to talent management. And in the process, they have hired veteran boxing manager Mike Leonardi to be its CEO. As I said, going forward, Fight Stars will use its digital media properties to grow the brand of all its fighters under their management. Yeah. So said uh, Leonardi, with Fight Stars, we are building an ecosystem around the talent to help them grow their individual brand, monetize that brand, and ultimately tell their unique story. Leonardo, by the way, has 15 years experience managing fighters. He added that, coupled with the experience of me and my team in developing fighters' careers, we are offering a holistic approach, the likes of which our sport has never seen before. He obviously hasn't been to talkingfight.com. But anyway, fighters that are currently under the guidance of Leonardi that will now be represented under the Fight Stars banner include middleweight container Shane Mosley Jr., 18 and 4, cruiserweight Rob Safari, 14 and 0, heavyweight Jeremiah Milton, 5 and 0, welterweight Giovanni Estella, 8 and 0, world ranked female contender welterweight Summer Lynn, 7 and 0, and Peter Dobson. 16, to name a few. Dobson, by the way, is co-managed uh, with Ryan Rickey, and Safari is co-managed uh, by Oliver Cabrera. Leonardi, who's one of the driving forces behind the very successful Creator Crash, Creator, Creator Clash, an event uh, all of you remember me talking about. It took place uh, down in Tampa and featured um, YouTube creators, for lack of a better description, but these guys put on a great show uh, and a lot of money was raised that went to a lot of great causes. Anyway, it's what they call an influencer boxing event. Uh, and Leonardo feels he has everything in place now to make Fight Stars a top-notch management company. Creator Clash packed 10,000 fans uh, into the Youngling Center in Tampa and sold over 100,000 pay-per-views, gener generating over a million dollars generating and donating over a million dollars to charity. Wow. Creator Clash, he said, was a huge success and the experience I gained from doing a big show like that gave me some valuable knowledge on what a successful pay-per-view event can generate. With Creator Clash 2 coming up next year, I'll be able to leverage those contacts with the roster we have in place. Fight Stars is gaining momentum with the team we have assembled over the last few months. So good luck to Fight Stars. Good luck, Leonardi. And uh, good luck to this Creative Clash 2, which we will be covering at the appropriate time. In the meantime, we do look forward to hearing more about uh, Shane Mosley Jr., Rob Safari, Jeremiah Milton, Giovanni Estella, uh, Summer Lynn, Peter Dobb. These, these, these are great names, names to follow, names to watch 
they're up and coming for sure. But uh, like I said, this is a company that started out as a digital media company and is now a full-on management company in the world of boxing and impacting and changing for the better um, the world of boxing. Good stuff. All right, my fans, thanks for joining me here on Talk Fight. Appreciate it. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. And uh, we'll see you later on at 4 p.m. Uh, with Mike Gore and Cedric Band for Knuckle Up. Bye for now.